This is the Midday Market Podcast for Thursday on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing. Uh, Brian, what are we seeing here in the grain markets at Midday? Riley, we're seeing some recovery again in the corn market, soybeans and wheat across the board, solid gains predicated on a continuing forecast that indicates it's going to get kind of hot, it's going to get kind of dry in areas. Um, so when you look at the, the the more, what I'm going to say near term, 6 to 10 day outlook, and then a little bit more extended 8 to 14, both both of those outlooks suggest above normal temperatures, below normal precipitation. And remember, a lot of the crop is a little bit behind schedule. Corn, on average, when you look at like silking and beans, when you look at well-blooming or setting pods, they're just behind. So so although the calendar reads it's July 28th, for a lot of farmers, it's probably closer to July 20th. A little bit more critical when you have this kind of a weather forecast. Right, and we saw some uh, interesting news in the export sales today. Just not, not very good for old crop, a bunch of cancellations there. Um, are we expecting to see probably USDA lowering their estimates there? Well, I, I think they're going to at some point have to make some adjustment. Um, the reason I, I think they probably did, and you could argue, why didn't they do that in July already? We saw the numbers slowing. Is because there's still, you have sales in June that are represented in July and July and August and September, and the marketing year ends at the end of August. So, so while you still have sales that can occur, you do get a lot of this canceling. And then look, look at soybeans there, minus 2.2 million on the old crop, but 27.5 million on the new crop. So really it is more positioning, I think, for delivery. Um, so there may be some adjustments, maybe downward in the old crop, and then maybe new crop might even have a slight adjustment upward on export and expectations. But I also think it's an indicative of a sign that the end user uh, now, remember, exports are always on a leg. So this is through last week, and then decisions to buy were made through the weeks before. Remember, uh, you're, you're a buyer. You're deciding the trend is down. The crop ratings are good. The weather forecast looks pretty good. That's three weeks ago and two weeks ago. That's changing. So I wouldn't be totally surprised if all of a sudden we see importers and, and livestock producers and others really start to take a hard look at saying, well, hey, maybe this crop isn't quite in the bin yet. Let's get it bought while we can before maybe this heat and dry takes over. Who knows what that might bring? All right. And, you know, as we enter a, a technical recession in the U.S. for the economy, uh, you know, what impacts do we expect to see there on the markets, if any? I, I don't really know. I mean, the, the debate has always been, well, recession, no recession. The world's got to eat. The world's got to do this. The world's got to do that. You know, people still need to feed their cattle and their hogs, all of that. I still think, though, in a recessionary environment, coupled with increasing interest rates, you've got to expect that there's going to be, you know, an environment where you just don't have this robust demand. And remember, the markets move a lot on perception. And if the perception is, look, the economies are slowing, that's going to make people pause or traders pause to say, geez, do I really want to buy corn? I know it's got an uptrend, but I got to think it's going higher. But if I'm worried about China's economy or I'm worried about the U.S. economy, Maybe I'll, I'll pause, and, or maybe I'll, I'll sell the rallies. I do think there's some validity to that concern. All right, and what are we seeing on the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex? You know, you're seeing a, a number of things. Um, I think you're seeing, first of all, in the feeder market, a reflection of higher grains. So the feeder markets had a run-up when grains were down. Now we're starting to see that inverse relationship. So feeder cattle are off about a buck fifty on the futures contracts. Uh, 
looking more and more likely or that when they peaked here early last week or, or last week, um, they did so at the top of Bollinger Band. They did so at, the, at their best prices since February. Some conditions, maybe a little bit overbought, stochastic Eva crossover. So I think we're seeing some natural reflection of higher grains, inverse relationship to feeders on the live market. Again, tepid. When you don't have strong economic news, and again, talking about rising interest rates and consumers having to spend more to borrow money, the, the cattle market is kind of one of those first markets. I, I, I don't want to label it as such, but I'm going to say, well, kind of. It's kind of a luxury market. Uh, work consumers quickly cut back. They cut back on going out to eat. They cut back on, on um, uh, you know, high-priced things in the grocery store. Some of that may be perceptive in the futures market. Again, on a perceptive nature, I, you know, I, I, I don't look at today's, uh, you know, economic news and say, geez, we better buy cattle. I just don't have that feel for it right now. There's not that momentum. All right. Well, lots of great information today, Brian. Uh, for those of our listeners who would like to get in touch with the folks at Total Farm Marketing and learn more, how can they do that? Uh, they can do that by just giving us a call, 800-334-9779. That again was Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing. We'll go ahead and take a look at those midday market numbers. September corn is up 12 and a quarter at 612 and a half. December corn up 13 and a quarter at 616 and a quarter. August soybeans up 22 even at 1600 and three quarters. November soybeans up 28 even at 1438 even. Soybean meal down 460 at 441.40. Soy oil up 361 at 63.46. Chicago wheat is up 15 and three quarters at 806 even. Minneapolis spring wheat up eight and a half at 919 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up 13 and a quarter at 875 even. September oats up six even at 446 and a half. On the Merck, August live cattle down 67 at 136.12. August feeders down 165 at 177.45. Lean hogs up 87 cents at 119.47. Pork cutout down 22 at 124.52. And Class 3 milk up 3 cents at 22.54. And that's been a check of the midday markets. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group for the Closing Market Podcast right here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.